Hey guys, it's Derek. We're back on the podcast. And this week, Ash and I are sitting down to talk about our relationship. Holy crap. Uh, this isn't going to become some couple's counseling session or any of that bullshit, but we're just going to sit down and be as transparent as possible and peel back the layers of our relationship as we've built the business over the last two years, as well as what our relationship looked like before we decided to launch Ballistic Performance and hopefully provide some insight to the fact that it's not always rainbows and butterflies, that there are going to be difficult times and difficult seasons, but if you're willing to work at it together, you're willing to communicate, and just to have the self-awareness to understand what you can do to benefit the other person, that you can come out on the other side better than ever, stronger than ever, and ready to move forward and do life together. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast. All right, everybody, welcome back to Ballistic Performance Radio. This is episode number 73, and I'm here once again with Ash. We're coming at you on our first ever day being full-time with Ballistic. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Ash, how's this first day going for you so far? It is... It, it still just feels odd to me. So like, you, it doesn't feel real yet. It's, yeah. So it's completely surreal. You're not even enjoying it. Oh, no, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> but it definitely just feels surreal. Like, I think I almost feel like it's after a long weekend and it's like, okay, one more day and tomorrow I go back like to quote unquote work. But like, that's not the case. <laughs> mm, I see. Okay. I like it. I'm enjoying the day so far as well. Uh, I think to me it does feel real. But kind of like you said as well, like it could just be a weekend or a day off and then, you know, tomorrow or the next day we have to get back mm -hmm. into the swing of things. But this is the goddamn swing of things now. <laughs> this is real life. This is it. Uh, anyway, so guys, we're we're back today. I guess we can go through the usual like we, uh, we've done in the past with our usual life updates, ballistic updates, mm -hmm. uh, because last week, obviously, that was one giant update Yeah, being the announcement of us going full-time. But in terms of life updates, we just celebrated uh, the first of two bridal showers for you. Yeah. And uh, how'd that go? It was so incredible. Your sisters and mom did a great job. They're so just thoughtful. And what was the theme? American. <laughs> <laughs> Red, white, and blue. For those of you who don't know, Ash is obsessed with the American flag and red, white, and blue. And so that was it. That yes, was it was so cute. Uh, but yeah, it was awesome. Uh, we were very fortunate and blessed to have folks uh, give us some incredible gifts and bring those back here to, to Michigan. And, and well, at least everything we could fit in the car. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then you're celebrating the second one next weekend. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Two weeks. And we'll see how that goes. I'm sure it'll be amazing as well. Mm -hmm. uh, but in terms of other life updates, that's really about it. Just, yeah. just the wedding is going to be here before tuning. we know it. So yeah. just trying to finalize all that stuff, all the, the nitty gritty details. Uh, but yeah, that's really all that's going on there. Yeah. Um, and then, well, actually, let me ask you, how's your new morning routine going? Because you've been oh, doing it now for a couple it. weeks. Yeah. I, until... Something happens that I can no longer prioritize it. I am going to stick with it. 
and what is the what did you change from previous in case anybody listening wasn't around like when we would talk about our day usually so i i used to get up like four forty-five, five, and then within a half an hour we would start a warm-up for training and now what i do is i get up around the same time uh i drink like my reds and greens I make coffee and then while I'm drinking my coffee, I do my morning devotional Um, that lasts anywhere from like a half an hour to 40 minutes. And then this is the thing that I'm not sure I'm going to switch up or not, but I the last three weeks, I think I've been going for a walk with Coda, like no earphones, nothing, just kind of being present in the moment. Uh, and then when I get back from that walk, I start work. Like I start my, uh, client check-ins and after I finish my client check-ins, I train and I've been loving that slow morning. But, um, so I honestly, I don't even touch my phone for like an hour and a half after, like by the time after I wake up. Um, but I think what I might do is I love starting my day like learning something so I'm probably going to start to like listen to either a podcast um, some sort of self-development on my walks and then use like an the afternoon walk or the midday walk to like not listen kind of be present in the moment because I do enjoy that walk but I just want to start my day probably a little earlier and you said noon walk and midday walk. Are those two separate walks or you're calling those the same thing? Because for most noon. people, noon is midday. No, I know that. <laughs> I didn't mean noon. So either my noon walk or nighttime walk. Got it. Got it. Got it. Well, the other day I told somebody that you had switched up your schedule and they were asking well, what you're doing differently. And I said, you're working out mid morning. And at the time you were working out at like 8:30 or 9 and they uh, laughed at me and they're like that's that's morning that's not mid morning but it, what's but wrong it is with you? like mid morning for us right if you're getting up at 4 at 4 30 it is mid morning so yeah. anyway uh but today getting back to uh our i guess well this is completely unscripted today we don't have an outline so we're really just mm-hmm. cruising through letting the conversation take us where it may uh but ballistic updates i guess we could go through that um new apparel for us Mm-hmm. Right. right, I guess what you could call staff only. <laughs> We're going to have the new apparel shipped to us here in the next couple of days, which will allow us to then take some photos, create some content to then push that out to all of you. And so you'll see the new line that is coming out. It's going to be a a hoodie, actually a cropped hoodie, a regular hoodie, a t-shirt and a tank. And yes. so we'll have photos of all of that, us sporting those here in the next week or so. Uh, and then we'll be taking pre-orders and get that thing rolling. Uh, other than that, is there anything else with Ballistic? With our members only, we're going to probably be doing a internal challenge with everyone. I'm going to I'm gonna guess May. Sure. We're, we're like finalizing the details right now. Derek just doesn't know it. I was going to say, when she says we're finalizing, that's her. She is finalizing. Yeah, but I have a list that I need to go over with you. So you're going to be finalizing it. Got it. AKA today. So be on the lookout for some kind of internal Mm -hmm. challenge. Yes. Uh, So by internal, you mean members only. Yes. Okay. So members only. If you're not a member, get your ass signed up. Simple (laughs) as that. Yeah, you want to do this. (laughs) It's, uh, Uh, It's a clue. It's similar to how I switched up my morning routine. 
Oh. Yeah. Life changing. Now I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) It's riveting. Uh, Okay. So anyway, today what we wanted to do was come on here and talk about our relationship. Not about like, we don't want this to turn into a couples counseling session, but what we wanted to do was share with y'all a little bit about what we've gone through in the last two years, or I guess just under two years of developing and building this business and how it's impacted our relationship and things we've done to combat that and to move past those, those struggles, as well as some of the, uh, some of the successes and the wins throughout that period. And really just open up that realm of things because we last week we announced we're going full time and we announced the a little bit of that journey and talked about some of the hardships and so we thought we'd peel back the layer one more layer of that onion and dive into mm-hmm. our relationship yeah sweet um so why don't we start before the business mm-hmm. where we were at in pittsburgh relative to our relationship yeah and then we'll progress it forward as we start the business as we're about six months in a year in et cetera, and we'll kind of go from there and yeah. address what the good things that happen the not so good things and talk through all those yeah that sounds good okay so i'm gonna put you on the spot are you ready <laughs> i am in pittsburgh how would you describe our relationship yeah so we were i don't know who we were, we were talking about this with one of your family members recently but or it was your best friend um in Shout Pittsburgh, <laughs> in Pittsburgh, our life and our relationship was just so easy. Like we we had our group of friends. You were managing uh, like a CrossFit gym we loved. Like not you did not love the back end side of things, but like we had such an amazing group of people there. We I was working a job that I truly enjoyed. Um, we we got engaged there we moved like we moved in together for the first time in Pittsburgh we knew where to eat we knew all of our favorite spots we knew sporting events like life was you you surprised me with coda um I don't know why I didn't say that first uh she's laying here on the bed behind us like perfect perfect um but yeah it just like I cannot, besides like when we got Coda, those first few months were really hard. Um, I can't think of anything that was like difficult during that time. Can you? Uh, I think you hit the nail on the head with the Coda thing. We'll talk about that in a second, but (laughs) I would agree. It was, well, number one, we, we met before we were dating. And so we developed a really, really great friendship leading into us dating. Yeah. Because we were working together all day. Literally, our desks faced each other. Our desks faced each other. We were in the building for 10 or 12 hours a day. Then we were hanging out outside of the building playing Frisbee or just like going out with the rest of the crew that were all the the grad assistants. There was, was it two months where we had like uh, certifications or like events on the weekend where we spent literally two months together yeah every single day (laughs) and so you can imagine going from not knowing each other to spending 12 to 14 hours a day (laughs) together every single day really aside from saturday and sunday Mm -hmm. uh and even then sometimes we were together Mm -hmm. over the course of an entire year doing that we developed a really great friendship and we already knew the best and the worst parts about each other because again (laughs) we weren't dating yeah and so i was 
like you just saw every side of me that you probably wouldn't want to see or I wouldn't want to show you right when we for if we had started dating first. Oh, yeah. And I mean, you'll be the first to say you hated me when we yeah, first we, met. Like when we first met, we didn't want to date right away. <laughs> no, no, we were not huge fans of each other. But uh, over time, obviously, that wasn't the case. And we became really good friends. And, you know, fast forward two years from the time we first met, then we were finally able to say like, okay, let's, let's start dating. And it wasn't like an official conversation like that, but we had already, we knew there were feelings there and we knew that we wanted to pursue it. Uh, And so that whole thing kicked off and it was really one of those things where, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but I knew from the minute we started dating that it was game over. (laughs) Yeah. My face is red. <laughs> but is that not true? Yeah. It was one of those yeah. when you know, you know kind of things. Like the yeah. cheesy cliche shit that your mom tells you. Like <laughs> that's what happened. Yeah. And like the second we went on our quote unquote first date, you like moved into my apartment. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, oh, that's a different story. But uh, yeah, we moved. So we started dating. We both knew right away that that was that was the end. We were going to y- you were my ball and chain for the rest of my oh life. Oh, my God. We wanted well, that to be the thing... hashtag for the wedding, by the way. Hashtag no, ball and chain, which is so clever because my last name is ball. And we didn't want that. But Ashley was <laughs> hard. No, hard. No. Uh, the other thing, too, is another a reason that I knew like we were going to get married was because of everything that was happening like you were supposed to move away from pittsburgh and then you ended up getting a job across the street from me like truth but so yeah everything just was like lining up for us in pittsburgh yeah and so of course because all of that and we were in the beginning of our relationship like ash said life was really awesome the relationship was really easy um and we moved really fast you know we were we officially started dating. I moved into your place because I didn't have anywhere to live. And that was literally days after we started dating. Yeah. And then that turned into, okay, hey, we can, this has been working out really well. Uh, I'm going to get a nicer apartment because I just got a good job and I'm going to move you into it. And so <laughs> I moved your shit in there without you being even home for the weekend. You were away visiting family, I think. Yeah. And my dad and I moved all your stuff from that apartment <laughs> into my apartment yeah, uh, because that lease was about to expire. And so, yeah, that, and so that was what, within six months of us starting to date officially, maybe less. Yeah. Like October to February, yeah. I think. And then from there, it was just kind of like, all right, we're doing this thing. And like you said, we had all of our friends around. We knew the city really well. Um, it was like the honeymoon stage of the, the relationship still, even though at that point we'd already moved in together and, we're we're progressing pretty quickly and yeah things were really really good Mm -hmm. uh literally like we never rarely ever fought yeah um spent 24 7 together if we weren't at work we were together and even when we were at work like i would come across the street or you would come across the street and so yeah we were together a lot and then we got coda Mm -hmm. and life was still really great especially i mean we were excited we got a dog uh, and then Coda made us realize, like, holy shit, having a dog is stressful. A puppy, yeah, I should say. You having a puppy is stressful. And so I'd say that was the first, like, wake up call of, like, whoa, there's going to be times that are tough. Yeah. Like this. Like, this is just a puppy. Imagine with, like, a human running around, like yeah. a little baby. Uh, <laughs> so, 
yeah, Coda was the first test where we both literally looked at each other like maybe two years later and we're like, I think we might have broke up back then if we had, didn't have such a great relationship. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, life continued to be be fantastic in Pittsburgh and then we moved to Florida together. Well, you moved before me. Well, true. I did move before you. We were separated for a month, I think it no, was, right? No, it was like two or three months. It wasn't three months. It was I two months. I moved at the end of June. And I moved April. Oh, so almost three months. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, don't mind Sorry, Coda. Sorry, there's Coda. <laughs> He's getting fired up in the corner over there. But um, so we were separated for those three months, and it was that was really hard. Yeah. Like, that was way harder than I thought. I was thinking, like, hey, babe, it's no worries. I'm just going to go down there. Oh, no, like, I was I'll see a you wreck. in a few weeks. And, yeah, and then you came down and visited. And I remember when you were leaving after, like, visiting me for a weekend. Yeah. I was a fucking mess. I was crying, taking yeah. me to the airport. Like, it was so bad. I was so upset. And I wasn't homesick at all or anything like that. I literally was just upset that you were leaving. Yeah. I was just upset that you weren't living there with me already. Uh, but through that time, like those three months of being apart, because we were together so often, I think we did a really good job of just like talking on the phone, mm-hmm. like texting, FaceTime, like the whole deal. Like we... We c- I didn't feel like there was a void there at all. I don't know no. how you felt. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say so. And so I guess up to this point, like, again, everything was just going really well. Like, mm. yeah, we'd, we'd argue now and again, but nothing substantial. Like, things were, were very similar. So we get we agree on a lot of things. We do a lot of the same things. So it was just smooth. Yeah. And then we decided to start the business in September or November, September or October of 2019. And initially it was still just like, it was fine. Yeah. You know, we were like, we didn't really launch a business. We launched an Instagram page so that we were calling a business. And yeah, we did the LLC and all the paperwork on the back end, but there wasn't a business yet. And so it was really just us creating content in the mm-hmm. form of Instagram posts. Yeah. And so really the only business work that we were doing per se was taking pictures and filming videos. Yeah. Um, and I think that, at least for me, this is where I started to see like a little chink in the armor <laughs> of us never arguing because I was getting so frustrated when we were filming That's and I could see stupid, how frustrated you called. would get. What's it called? The thing that you put your... The gimbal. F- that gimbal was a death of me. We So we had this uh-huh. gimbal and it was a nice gimbal for for your iPhone and... But for some reason, it just what's a gimbal? Because I guarantee some people listening are like anybody what? listening. A gimbal is a stabilizer for your phone, yeah, and it allows it to track smoothly. So right? I can walk. And so video you're walking; you. it's not going to be jarring up and down when you're turning directions. But it doesn't turn the way you want it to. It's all <laughs> operated with your wrist as opposed to turning your body. It's kind of like when you play video games as a kid for the first time. Yeah, and I you want to turn the whole games. Well, so guys will be able to relate to this <laughs> as a kid. And, and maybe some girls as a kid when you want to turn the steering wheel of your race car like in the video game like like uh mario kart if you're playing mario kart as a kid you want to turn the whole controller like it's a steering wheel yeah. but all you need to do is turn the joystick yeah and it's very similar to the I gimbal do that. you want to turn your whole body but all you need to do is rotate your wrist mm-hmm. and so when we started using that to film some of these youtube videos i just remember thinking like what the fuck is going on because it kept it kept not what the f is going on but what the f is going on with you right yeah with me because i could operate it but 
here's the problem. I was putting my expectations mm-hmm. for myself and how mm-hmm. it worked onto you. And then that's why I was getting frustrated because yes. I was thinking, it's easy to do this. Why can <laughs> she not do it? But it was easy because I understood how to how to work it really well. Yeah. I cried a lot <laughs> over that stupid gimbal. <laughs> so so that was the first chink in the armor in terms of like, okay, this this might be a little I never uh, thought about that. This might be a little intense on occasion. <laughs> And like every like five times a week yeah and so <laughs> then so the youtube videos which were just demonstration videos that progressed into tiktok oh my god and i will never well, forget first was it tiktok or the podcast the podcast came first you're correct yeah so okay put a hold on tiktok because we're gonna get oh there there's god. lots of tears associated with that <laughs> but the podcast so the podcast was something that before we started ballistic performance radio john and i john may and i were trying to start a podcast ourselves because podcasting was Why not something y'all never do that i don't know <laughs> just keep going we'll try we we do have an instagram page for it i know and a logo oh i didn't know that. yeah and we've never but we've never posted anything oh uh but anyway that never came to fruition and it was something that I really wanted to do because I'm very comfortable speaking and yeah, coming up with things on the spot and you are not. Mm-hmm. And so when <laughs> I told you we were going to do this and it was going to be like a co-host kind of thing, mm-hmm. it was not something that you were comfortable with whatsoever. And it required a lot of prep work. Like today we're going with no outline, no script, no nothing. Yeah, we did that on day one and I will never listen to our first episode ever because ashley may have said six words on that first episode <laughs> so th- the point was in between tears it put her way outside of her comfort zone and it put me in something that i'm very comfortable in so that caused some friction mm-hmm. uh, because i didn't understand why she was getting so upset and i couldn't figure out why she couldn't just speak and, <laughs> and say the things that she knew well and has the knowledge and the experience for and that created a lot of miscommunication between the two of us a lot of frustration on my end a lot of hurt feelings on your end <laughs> yeah. and a lot of arguing. That's what we're going to name this podcast, like frustration and hurt feelings. <laughs> just I can just put tears. <laughs> but okay, yeah. Uh, and so that was another wake up call of like, oh shit, like if we want to do this long term, like we have to figure something out. Yeah. And in that instance, I don't remember how we came to the conclusion, but we basically just said, okay, we are going to script, not script it out, but we are going to type out the questions that you are going to ask me and yeah. you were basically going to moderate the conversation. Yeah. It was when we were, I was interviewing you about either your fitness journey or life journey. And we were like, I was like, oh, that wasn't bad. Like I could do that. That's like when we realized it. And so that worked for us for a long, like we did that for a while where I would literally just type out the outline Probably and have like your questions year. lined up. And that completely eliminated the issues that we were having. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would so, just put in my two cents when I when I really felt like I exactly. needed to or and could. And so for us, for that that roadblock that we encountered of me getting frustrated and Ashley having her, her feelings hurt, <laughs> like, yes, we communicated about it. But primarily what we did is we came up with a solution that completely avoided the problem. Yeah. Or that completely eliminated the problem. It wasn't so much communication of hey let's talk through this when it happens from now on it was like hey let's just completely fucking avoid that situation (laughs) and we're going to come up with a tool that makes sure that we don't fall into those circumstances uh and so that was that was how we solved that 
Then came TikTok. Right? Oh my gosh. And the reason we got on TikTok, because I think when people hear that we have a TikTok, they're still kind of like, oh, really? You know, they're a little yeah. bit shocked because TikTok's kind of in this weird limbo stage right now where I don't even know if Microsoft and Walmart officially bought it yet. Oh, I didn't know Walmart. Walmart was one of the big, or actually it might have been Walmart and Oracle. I might have misspoke, but I don't know if that purchase officially happened yet. So it's still kind of in this weird limbo land. And it's really, it's kind of stuck because it hasn't grown yet. It's still kind of uh, a little bit immature. There's still a lot of young people in that, in that audience. But anyway, we got on there because the organic reach was insane. Mm -hmm. You could literally go from having zero followers to 10,000 followers overnight off of one post. And that post didn't even have to be that special. It was just the way the algorithm on that, that platform was working. Yeah. And so I told you we're going to start doing these, these videos and I th <laughs> oh my god how long did it take for us to film one without you crying probably months yeah I hated them because again you're comfortable like mouthing like memorizing words mouthing them like I am not an actor like at <laughs> all like the farthest thing from it so you would catch on or like a dancer those stupid dances like you would catch on really quickly and then you wouldn't understand why I couldn't. And that's just not how my brain works. Yes, we and learned that for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it was, oh, that, it was challenging. So when Ashley's talking about mouthing words, and if you aren't familiar with TikTok, prior to becoming TikTok, it was called Musical.ly. And it was an app where literally all you did was get on and lip sync to your favorite songs and create dances for them. Then ByteDance bought it, turned it into TikTok. And now, when we first got on TikTok, it was still a lot of that. A lot of dancing and a lot of lip syncing. Mm -hmm. That has slowly started to fade away. But in order to gain some traction on there, we were trying to hop on these trends because that's how the platform works. There'll oh be a trending God, sound or a trending trends. dance. And so we would have to try to do these things and post them on our channel. Well, again, Ashley was not comfortable doing that. She wasn't the most efficient at memorizing words and lines <laughs> and so again That's a very kind way to put it we got in a lot of arguments and a lot of uh disagreements because i was putting my expectation of i can memorize anything if you let me listen to it a couple of times or read it through a few times versus ashley who that's not how her brain functions and so i'm putting that expectation of what the hell's wrong with you? I just read this six times. Why can't you read it six times and know it as well? <laughs> yeah. And so again, looping back to that, that, that you'll see that'll be a reoccurring theme is me putting my expectations on Ash. And we've, we know that that's an issue. <laughs> At least I know that's an issue on my end. And there, we didn't really come up with a solution for that. <laughs> yeah, looking back, we didn't. No, you, well, the, the tough thing too. The, the solution was growth. The tough thing is growth, one When you person, say growth, growth on your end. No. Well, yeah, just like sucking it up on my well, end. Well, I was meaning you got, you figured out a way to get more comfortable. No. No. I was going to say <laughs> okay, I, I sucked it up and then we got followers. Yes. That's, because, actually, that's very true. Yeah, because the frustrating part on my end was it took me a lot of tears and a lot of work to do these stupid things and one person like 
one person would see them. I remember there were times when zero people would see them and we worked hours on it. So that's where I was like, oh my gosh, this is the worst thing I've ever done. And then... So pause there. So flip side of the coin, how I'm saying I'm putting my expectations onto you to get this done. On your side, would you say that because you were you couldn't see the end goal or maybe you were doubting the app and the, and yes. the reach that, that that got you frustrated yes. thinking we were wasting our time. Yes, because <laughs> like I trusted you, but I did not trust the app. Like I didn't, well, yeah, so I didn't trust you. No. I was going to say, <laughs> you didn't trust me. Yeah, no, I didn't trust you. I didn't trust the app and I just did not see why we were doing these stupid things that were not related to fitness or nutrition at all. So fast forward yeah. a couple of weeks and we months. Well, I don't think it was months. Really? I will wow, have to that, go back and check. That was a lot of tears. <laughs> that, was a, that felt like years. I honestly think it was within 20 videos. 20. No. Yes. 20. To, we're going to go back and look 20 to 30 videos into it. Okay. We put a video out there of us or me lip syncing. And 10,000 hours. Yeah, 10,000 hours by Justin Bieber and Dan Shea and Ashley acting surprised. We put a video up of us doing that. And in the video, number one, because we still get comments on this all the time because the video exploded. But in the video, in the caption, we literally wrote <laughs> lip syncing, hashtag lip syncing, hashtag voiceover. And we had those two hashtags in there. And... Uh, as the caption, we put like being sarcastic the first time Ash heard me sing. Yeah, because that was a trend. Yes, it was a trend. It was going around. Yeah. And it was someone else's sound, which you always use other people's sounds on TikTok. Very rarely do you create your own unless you're just putting a native, like an actual original video of, for example, me explaining how to do an air squat. Yeah. So we put that video out there. It was like the afternoon. We were driving to walk Coda in the park or take him to a dog mm -hmm. park actually and then by the evening we're like holy crap like this video has 10,000 views or something like yeah. that right and we had gained you know maybe a couple hundred followers so then we go to bed we wake up the next morning and my phone has exploded yeah. I have like literally thousands of notifications from TikTok because the video went viral overnight and we gained I believe it was 8,000 or 9,000 followers overnight. And the video jumped to like 100,000 views or yeah. maybe maybe 200,000 views at that point. And then it didn't stop. It just like kept snowballing out of control yeah. to where by the end of that day, the video had a couple million views and we had gained like another like 25 to 50,000 followers. By the time that month had ended that we posted that, our TikTok had... 400,000 followers and the video itself had like 3.1 million views yeah. and then it kept going even after that to where now our TikTok still is large and we don't even post on it right now. We have 680,000 followers, I believe it is. We have uh, that And people still message us on Instagram and are like, I would love you to come to Nashville. Yeah, like and come sing and stuff <laughs> like that. And it's like, that was a joke. But anyway... That exploded our channel and allowed us to then have a huge audience to put creative content around health and fitness and mm -hmm. nutrition on the platform. And so that's when it really shifted to where all you were doing in regards to TikTok after that was you were filming me yeah. 
explaining various movements, different warm-ups, the and reasons. every once in a while we would do a trend. Right. And then literally like maybe once a month we'd hop on a trend, but the rest of it became all educational. And so that really, that growth eliminated the, the, the friction that we were experiencing in our personal relationship of getting impatient and frustrated and having you getting emotional with, with those scenarios. Yeah. And so TikTok was another hurdle. Yes. Then when when would you say it was that we started really like noticing the fact that, okay, we're working a lot together and the way I view things and do things and the sometimes the attitude that I have didn't always line up with your side of things? Is it when we moved honestly, here? Yeah. I think when we moved here, maybe here even a Ann little... Arbor. Yeah. Maybe even a little while after. I think it was when we were frustrated that we still weren't able to pursue ballistic full-time so maybe like may ish yeah and so we got to ann arbor we you know obviously covid happened and then when we started not spending more time together because we in florida we were spending 24 7 together yeah but when it really started coming down to like developing processes and refining those and work collaborating a lot more mm -hmm. Uh, we definitely ran into some issues that we hadn't anticipated. Just a lot of communication problems and just lack of patience and empathy on my end. And, and my end. Yes, but more my end. <laughs> um, Ashley's just being nice right now. No, I mean, I can be rude. Like So primarily lack of patience and empathy <laughs> on my end. Ash every now and again. But we started getting in a lot of fights. Yeah. A lot of fights. And it it's it would start with the business and then that would creep into later parts of the day and that would, would creep into it, our personal life. I was life. gonna say and our workouts. Yeah, like, the there workouts. were times where like I would cry five times a week during the workout. Yeah. Like not it would we would first start relating it to like the workout, the exercise, and then it would spiral into the business. Yeah. And so let's put this in perspective. So an example, right, would be we're outside. It's first thing in the morning, literally 5 a.m. We're training. It would be something as simple as Ash asking me a question about yes. an exercise that I knew she had done before, but I didn't realize that, okay, she's may have only done it once or twice. She might not remember every little detail about it, whereas in my mind, I've done all of these things so many times that I think, okay, this is a no-brainer, this, yeah. this movement or this and set. And the last two years prior, he was my coach. I was taking his classes. He was writing my programming. He was taking me through movements. Right. And so, so I have the background, but I relied, I relied on you as my coach. And so she would then ask me the question, I would have a very poor reaction to it just and just snippy. essentially be yeah, yeah pissed and like snippy <laughs> of like, what are you talking about? Like you, she, you know, maybe she asked me to watch a three position snatch, let's say, mm -hmm. or asked me like, where does it start? And I'd be like, Ash, you know this yeah. or, or something along those lines. He'd roll his eyes. Like literally, I swear to God, his eyes rolled to the back of his head like all <laughs> last year. <laughs> 
they got stuck there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like they didn't come back. And then so that impatience and that snippiness, as Ashley called it, would then cause her to get emotional. Yeah. And within, I'm not even exaggerating. People are going to laugh at this. Within seven <laughs> seconds, it went from being one simple question to being World War Three. Yeah. Us quitting the workout and literally saying, okay. You finish it now, I'll do it later. Or yeah. me just being like, fuck this, I'm done mm-hmm. with this workout. I'll work out tomorrow. And then that would then transcend into the rest of the day where I I consider myself pretty good at getting over something and then like moving on. I'm not. <laughs> Ash is the exact opposite. She needs some time to yeah. work through things. And uh, so that became an issue because we would fight. And then after five minutes, I'd be like, all right, are, are we friends again? And I wouldn't want to be friends. And yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. She was definitely not wanting to be friends. I needed either space or I needed to talk about it and him to apologize. And I didn't want to do either of those things. Yeah. I just wanted to move on from it. And so that then caused us to fight again <laughs> you yep. know, because we didn't agree with that situation. And then later on in the day, because I was pissed off about the morning, some kind of frustration would come up. And then what do you know? We're arguing again for the third <laughs> yeah. time in a day. And that cycle was so exhausting mm-hmm. and just so brutal on the relationship and on both of us. Just and it lasted a long mentally, time. Mentally, physically, emotionally, we were crushed. Yeah. And we, I mean, we, how many hearts to heart? heart two hearts that we have in the garage after one of those big blow ups and say like we have to figure this out like, yeah we need to do something it was months i mean it was to the point where i was asking you like are you sure this is what you want like are you sure you want to be with me like yeah are we going to be able to make this work um and, and there were times like when you you would ask me that and like there's there's never been a doubt in my mind that i wanted to be with you so i would say that but then we would dive into it more and you'd be like, well, what is it then? And I, we would have no idea. And you'd be like, well, is it ballistic? And we were, I would like, I never admitted it. Like, I was like, no, it's not like I, it's not. And then you would be like, yeah, it's not like it's, we're not sure. Um, and now like, oh, for sure it was. I think in retrospect, I knew it was. Yeah. And I was admitting it. I was trying to get you to agree. I was never going to admit it. (laughs) Because I knew that was the problem. Because that was the only thing that changed from Pittsburgh to Florida to Ann Arbor. Yeah. And yeah, you were 100% never going to admit it. Even though I knew deep down you fucking I told. I said last week on the episode, I I would never admit it unless it was like ballistic or breakup. Yeah. Like it would. I. Nope. It was not coming out of my mouth. If we would have continued down the path we were on, though, it could have gotten to that point. Yeah. Oh, 100%. No one can. I hope no one can live their life like that. Yeah. How we were. I mean, it was it was getting the point where, yes, it was going it was going to reach that point if we didn't do something about it. Yeah. And so, you know, uh, through that time before we jump to where we are now, through that time, I don't want it to seem like, okay, we were always fighting 24 seven. We were miserable. Uh, we never figured out how to solve it. We sat down and talked about this shit a lot. Yeah, I mean, Derek came to my therapy session. Yeah, we we were doing everything possible yeah. to try to figure this out and to to allow us to to function better as like a partnership in the business. Yeah, it started just by me even 
because we didn't talk about this, but one of the big problems we had where we were not on the same page was anytime I had a list or had had a question or needed to bring something up, you were most likely in the middle of doing something. But they're owning your own business and working at another company. There is no downtime. So I would ask you the question. You would get very impatient. Again, roll, eye roll to the back of your head, stuck. Um, and what was where was I going with that? That that would cause friction, I would guess, is where you're trying to get at. Oh, yeah. But then we tried different things. Like, I would say, is this a good time for me to ask you this question? Or you'd put it in Trello. Or, yeah, you know. yeah. We, yeah, we literally used an app called Trello where I would put due dates and ask, ask questions and do put tasks. And just to expand upon that a little bit, the reason that I would get so frustrated and we talked about, we talked about this back then was in my mind, when I wake up in the morning, I have a Basically, I have a game plan for the yeah. day. And even if I don't write it down in my head, I have this game plan. And I want it to go as close to the game plan as possible. And I have like an order of operations that I want to tackle things in. And when when things get in the way or things <laughs> don't go as planned, I get very frustrated because I'm like, what the F? You know, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know why I just decided to say F there instead of just uh-huh. saying it. This whole time I've been saying it. But anyway... <laughs> Uh, you must be rubbing off on me. <laughs> and I just, I would get so mad because I wasn't able to complete the thing I was working on or I was mm-hmm. getting interrupted. And we talked about that and we just still couldn't really figure out how to solve it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we did. We did. Every, I attended one of your therapy sessions. We did everything possible. We had so many discussions to try to fix that. Like communication. Know, to fix the communication because it wasn't just fixing that part of the business it was fixing the relationship because at this point the business is part of our relationship and so we had to figure that out yeah um and again it got to a pretty bad place where we were really both hurting we were both crying a lot we were both doubting a lot uh and both trying to lean into our faith as much as possible uh, because we really didn't know where else to turn yeah. We couldn't really turn to each other because all of the doubt and the frustrations were, we felt as if they were coming from each other because they were centered around the business and just how I was reacting to things that were happening. Mm-hmm. And so we, we leaned into our faith. And I think that's one of the things that probably kept us afloat for a longer period of time. Oh yeah. Because 100%. If, you know, if, if I didn't have somewhere to turn, like if I couldn't, talk to God in the morning and try to sort through things and just have faith that he would show me the path to, to get this on track. I probably would have had to tap out way sooner. And by tap out, I just mean like basically just completely surrender and say, okay, look, I'll scrap ballistic. if That's what it takes. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'll do whatever it takes to get us back to where we were. Yeah. Um, Would you agree with that? That faith was what kept you kind of, yeah in that place yeah no i definitely think faith and just trusting that we're gonna get through it and and i talked with both like danielle and karen a lot every single week and just kind of asked them for advice as well Mm -hmm. and what was some of the advice you were getting from them you don't have to say who was from what oh i don't a lot of it was just like patience and uh 
expressing expressing my emotions through words and not taking things so personal. Yeah. And I think for me, I didn't really talk to anybody about a lot of what was going on because I knew, and we had, we had had enough conversations where I think you knew, I knew that most of the time it was my reactions that were causing the rest of this to develop, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that in, whatever happened in those situations. And I knew myself well enough before we even started having those issues that I'm not the most patient person. Mm-hmm. I pretty much have no empathy unless, <laughs> you know, unless it's a really unique circumstance or I'm talking about my, my family or, or you of course. And I just, I like things done my way. You know? yeah. There's no other way to put it. And those things are chinks in my own, you know, I don't want to say personality, but in myself that, yeah, those can be abrasive and those can cause issues. So I knew that those were the issues, but changing the way I was reacting and behaving was a lot harder mm-hmm. uh, than just like flipping a switch, we'll say. Yeah. Okay. So that was, again, that continued for a while. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many months, but a long time. Yeah. Um, And I think too, you know, it, it got so stressful that it completely compromised like the intimate part of our relationship as well. Mm-hmm. Like that side of our relationship was pretty much not there. <laughs> yeah. It was gone for those, I don't know, four, six, eight months. that so we were kind of going through the cycle of like, how do we fix this? What do we do? Like, yeah, there wasn't a time where we like, we wanted to have sex or like yeah. that. We felt we had enough energy to like go out on a date or had, like bring any romance into the relationship whatsoever. Yeah. There, and, and that's I think, brutal. Yeah. And I think a lot of it comes down to, and we still struggle with this. Like when you own a business, when you start a business, like that is your life. Like it's really hard to separate work-life balance like there is no I I truly don't think there is work-life balance and it's hard to set boundaries I guess that's a better way to put it definitely yeah yeah like we we had zero boundaries and so because of that we were exhausted every single night like so exhausted that we didn't yeah we didn't want to kiss like we wanted to go to bed brush our teeth and go to bed yeah like physical touch was pretty much out of the question at that yeah. point. Yeah. And I mean, that took a toll like on, uh, I know at least for me, it took a toll on me like mentally and emotionally of like, Oh yeah. What happened? Like this aspect of our relationship was so amazing. Mm-hmm. And like, there was so much like fire there. And then it went to, you know, that, that position we were in where we just didn't care about that. Yeah. Like there was no intimacy or romance. And so, that was another thing. And we, and we had talked about that as well. Like we were both, we were both aware of everything that was going on. Yeah. Uh, and we would talk through them, but it, it wasn't putting us in a better situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just kind of addressing the issues and knowing that we were still together and we were going to make this work. Mm-hmm. And so then it really was in recent weeks, I feel things have definitely taken a turn for the better. Oh, yeah. And we're in a completely different place now than we were even four weeks ago. Yeah. And I don't know that anything, I don't know if anything really happened. If there was a moment of, hey, here's the game plan moving forward. This is going to, this is going to fix it. Mm-hmm. I think it was more 
continuing to talk and communicate and be open about how we were feeling, stacked with the fact that we addressed the fact that I was unhappy working at Power. Yeah. I was extremely unhappy, and that was causing everything else in my day and in our relationship to be tainted. Yeah. And you weren't exactly happy at your job either in Mm -hmm. terms of the life that we were living, the quality of life that we had. And that day that I came home, like ready to just run into traffic, I don't know what day that was, but you looked at me and you were like, this isn't worth it. Like, what if we both just quit? Yeah. And it was really that day, I think, that I thought I could see like a light at the end of the tunnel. I was like, she's right. You know, what's the worst that could happen? Mm -hmm. The worst that can happen is we're not successful and then I have to go back to working a full-time job. Yeah. And we talked through it and then that day, it was literally the next day when I submitted my two weeks notice that I just felt like literally 10,000 pounds had been lifted off my chest. Mm-hmm. I was experiencing so much stress that I don't believe that I experience. Yeah. Like yeah. I pretty much convinced myself that I don't get stressed. Yeah. You can attest to that. Like I, I, if, if you ask someone looking from the outside in, I'm never stressed. Yeah. But, I am stressed. Yeah. I just have basically convinced myself not to be. Uh, (laughs) That's like what I do when I'm sick. Right. I'm not sick. I'm not sick like throwing up. I'm not sick. (laughs) But physiologically, my body was feeling those effects. Yeah. And so when that happened and I knew that, okay, this is going to be, we're, we're done with this phase. I think I looked at the whole thing like a chapter that had just ended, a season of life that had, that was coming to an end that now we had the opportunity to like really thrive and flourish doing ballistic full time and to basically rejuvenate our relationship and just put ourselves back to where we were truly enjoying life again, which is where is what I would say we were doing in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so like, why don't you share your, like, is that how you feel that is that what you believe has happened thus far, like to this point since we decided to to quit and go full time on this? Like, have you seen a difference in the relationship in the way we work together in the business or has there been anything that you noticed? Yeah. And I, but I think there's been a lot of other things that we've learned along the way that has led us to that point. Like I think how we started to implement, which we haven't been doing a great job at, but like implementing the feelings meeting. Oh, I meant to bring that up. Yes. I'm glad you did. Yeah. I forgot about implementing that. Implementing a feelings meeting, a date night. So this is boundaries, like yep. implementing a date night and implementing a business meeting every week. Yeah. And so I'm glad you brought that up because I said that I don't feel like we did anything, but that was something big that we did. Yeah. We, when we got to that point, this was before we said like, okay, we're going to quit our jobs. Mm-hmm. We this did is like a month, like yeah, two months before. We did sit down and say, okay, we need to take action to move ourselves in the right direction. So we're going to once a week do those three things that you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Once a week, we're going to sit down and have a quote unquote feelings meeting, which I literally <laughs> stole from Kelly Starrett, yeah. him and Juliet. Uh, and we stole both of these these things from them because if there are if there's a couple that is like the epitome mm-hmm. of fucking crushing the business standpoint and, and then from what together. we know about them crushing just like living together and doing life together like those two are it yeah and so i thought okay we may as well try this nothing else is working for mm-hmm. us and so we said okay, okay was it tuesdays tuesdays are going to mm-hmm. be the feelings meeting and then we said okay thursday is going to be the or was it no, Friday? Saturdays were business. Okay, meetings. sorry. Saturdays Sundays were business. Were date night. Sundays was date night, 
And we did that. I'd say we did it diligently for like two or three weeks. Yeah. And then things kind of, we just like got caught up in life and some other things. But it's something that I still want to keep doing. Yeah. Especially like it was, we stopped doing it when we, when you put your in your two weeks. Right. There was just a lot going on. (laughs) Exactly. But that, those couple weeks where we were doing it consistently, I think it did help. Oh, yeah. Because it it was basically just, okay, feelings meeting for everyone listening was essentially let's sit down or we were on a walk Mm -hmm. and just say whatever has been on your heart for the past week that there just hasn't really been a great time to bring it up or it was something that did get brought up, but you didn't feel that you had communicated. Yeah, you didn't feel like you communicated your point well enough or we got interrupted and pulled into something else and there was no closure like you just said. And that's what it was. And it wasn't, it was usually like 20 minutes. It was not long. No. It was just basically, how are you feeling? Is there anything that you want to talk about? And then vice versa. Yeah. And then for the b- business meeting, it was just that. 100% business. Anything that we didn't have a chance to address earlier in the week uh, that we want to make sure that we handle and and sell, also celebrate things that are going well uh, and things that are not going so well and address those. And then date night was a legitimate date night. Yeah. No, no business talk. No, uh, I mean, no fitness talk at all. Cause yeah. that's another big part of our life that we don't need to talk about when we're having a date night and just doing something that we enjoy, which a lot of times is literally ordering takeout <laughs> and just watching a movie. Yeah. And I don't care if that sounds lame. Like that's what we like to do. And so that's what we do. Mm-hmm. If you like to go out and get drunk and, and do that whole thing. Cool. That's not <laughs> what fills us up. Uh, and so, that was, you know, that was often date night. And that really helped our relationship, I think, to get to where when we did decide to put in our two weeks, it was we were in a good spot already, like physically, mentally and emotionally in the relationship to then make that decision to really change like the outcome of our future. Yeah. Yeah. We just got so much better at communicating. And yeah, I think that's really the biggest thing, communicating. And so then that brought us to now where we are, uh, the jobs are done. We yeah. are full time on ballistic because, uh, as some of, some of our friends and family like to think we just sit around and twiddle our thumbs all the time. <laughs> uh, it's way more work than our full time jobs. So yeah. working more, but truly enjoying it, truly pursuing our passion, uh, investing every ounce of energy we have into it. And now, you know, this week will be the first time where we can see how that affects our relationship as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm excited to see that. And I think, you know, another thing that we didn't really talk about, but that has been at the core of our relationship the whole time that I think is like essential to anybody out there listening, whether you work with your your spouse or significant other or not, is that we like to play together. Mm-hmm. We like to spend time together. We have a friendship at the heart of this relationship that, I'll, and we have a lot of similarities that we can do shit together and have fun. Yeah. We don't have separate lives. We don't live separate lives. I don't go out and play golf with the boys and you go and have like a, a girl's day, right? Yeah. And then we just meet up at the end of the day kiss and say hello and and then then that's really it like yeah we like to play together where okay even if it's not training it's like let's go hiking together let's go travel together Mm -hmm. let's um like we used to go play frisbee together all the time in pittsburgh like yeah let's go do some stuff together and it's almost always outdoors because that's what we like to do uh but 
that's I think that has to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, like there has to be these. I feel like there are some non-negotiables. One of them, at least in my opinion, is faith. Mm-hmm. You each have to have a relationship with Christ, so that way you can grow closer together through your relationship with Him. And then I think there needs to be that that core tenet of friendship, so that you enjoy playing together and doing life together. And then obviously we talked about it this whole time, but like communication mm-hmm. and. If you don't have those three things, I just don't know how it functions. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It just makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm grateful and feel blessed that we have those. And yeah, there, there's there been some like some times where those have faded and came back into play and it's mm-hmm. been dynamic. But at the heart of it, we those are those are always there in some capacity. And I think that's what allowed us to get to the point we're at now and is going to allow us to continue forward. Yeah. Now, were there any questions? Because if y'all didn't see this on Instagram, we put this out there of, we're going to talk about our relationship. Are there any questions that you want answered? And so I think we had just a couple uh, questions there. So we'll address maybe a few of these and then we'll we'll sign off on this one here. So perfect. what's, uh, what's the oh, no. first one? I think I'm going to sneeze. Oh boy. Oh no, we're good. Okay. Maybe. Um, okay. One question was, how is this different from working together at Elite Wellness? Or we could say even pit pros and cons. Yeah. So I think it's different from elite wellness in the sense that before we started ballistic, because we started ballistic while we were still at elite wellness. Yeah. But before we started ballistic and we were just there working, it was awesome because literally you were running the nutrition. Yeah. It was totally I was running different fitness. entities. Yeah. And it was just like getting to hang out all day and work on two completely different things. Yeah. Because the nutrition side of that business was completely separate of the fitness. So you were dealing with your clients and your people. I was dealing with my members. Yeah. There was not really any overlap. There was no overlap. And we were financially stable. Like, not that we're not now, we are, but... We just, that that strain on the relationship wasn't there. There was no mm-hmm. business strain because, number one, we we're both on salary as yeah. well as some other commissions and bonuses. So it wasn't impacting our our lifestyle in any way Yeah, uh, because we were guaranteed some of those monies. And then those two... Monies. What? I don't know. That sounded funny. Okay. I think, I think sometimes you're supposed to say it plural like that. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Someone out there can listen and laugh at me, but I'm almost positive that was the correct usage. You're probably right. I mean, um, that's not one of my strong suits. True. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, it was just a completely different scenario. And then at Pitt, when we were grad assistants... Kind of same thing. We just had... We were together 24-7, but we had different responsibilities. Yeah, and at that point, we were just developing a friendship. Like yeah. we, It was literally like, okay, we'll get our work done. She'll help me study. I'll help her study. And I can flirt with her. She can flirt with me. And, and we'll like, have fun. if he was rude, <laughs> I didn't take it personal. I just was like, ah, oh, he's a jackass. Nice. Oh, sweared. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so sweared. Swore. Uh. Put it in the swear jar. Um, but yeah, so I think that answers that question. Okay. And then the last one, uh, the toughest part of it all. <gasps> toughest part of it all. Wow. Do you want to try to tackle this one first? I don't know. Honestly, I think. I think when it, it like just being in it, like it was so 
so hard. It was so emotionally draining. Yeah. I think for me, because you're definitely right, it was just draining. It was hard just being in it. I think the hardest thing for me was knowing that we weren't the same as what we used to be. Yeah. Like knowing that uh, obviously like you grow and evolve and you change as individuals and that changes your relationship and you move into new chapters of life. But knowing that for me, it was knowing in Pittsburgh, we weren't different humans. We didn't, we're still the same at heart. Yeah. Like we haven't changed since Pittsburgh in terms of personality and like the way we live our life. But the business came into play and that caused us to have to change the way we do some things. But knowing how amazing our relationship was in Pittsburgh and then seeing where we were just a couple months ago Mm -hmm. and comparing the two in my head, that was the hardest part. Because you knew what we could be. Yeah. And and again, I understand people change and things change. So the relationship isn't always going to be that way. But again, I knew from a standpoint of us as individuals... And the way we live our life and our core values and beliefs, those hadn't changed. Mm-hmm. The only thing that had changed was our location and the fact that we now own a business together. Yeah. So knowing that, wow, look at what we had and how did we end up where we are now? That was the hardest part for me. And then because of that, we've made all these changes and, and addressed all these things and had all these conversations and implemented some of these tools to help us get back to that point. Obviously, it's not going to be the same, but it can be very, it can be much closer to what it was mm-hmm. now with the business involved as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like looking back at it and I feel like this is so cliche, but like I wouldn't change any of it. Like I feel like we are so much better at communicating. We're so much better at being patient where we are, we're appreciative of our time, our boundaries. And so We've learned so much. Oh, yeah. it's. Ba- I was joking with Jordan the other night at the bar that this has basically been two years of marriage counseling. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard you <laughs> say that. Yeah, really. Because, uh, yeah, like you said, we really had to, to peel back the layers and, and, and address the core issues there and make sure that we could move past them together. But, yeah, I mean, that's really been the roller coaster of our relationship <laughs> through the last three years, four years. Yeah. Um, so hopefully um, you guys got something out of that, whether you're with a spouse or significant other, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, partner. Uh, I don't know all the, the politically correct terms, but someone that means something to you. Uh, hopefully you can take something from this, implement it into y'all's relationships so that you can move forward and um, continue to build what you've, what you've built thus far and uh, just cherish that, that relationship that you have with that person. Um, and if not... Hopefully you got a little entertainment knowing that uh, it's not always rainbows and butterflies here at uh, Ballistic HQ. Sometimes it's <laughs> straight up fucking World War Three, and just put jabbing each other. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I think we covered everything we need to cover for today. So hopefully you, y'all enjoyed the episode. And uh, until next week, take care, guys. Bye, y'all. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Whether this is your first time tuning in or if you're here with us each and every week, We cannot thank you enough. We feel so incredibly blessed and grateful to have you tuning in. This is how we reach more people and change more lives through this platform. So if you enjoy what you hear, 
please head over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review, leave a comment in there as well. But more importantly, share this episode, share any of the episodes with your family, your friends, your coworkers. Spread the word so that we can continue to create communities of caring, confident, capable people all across the country. Guys, we mentioned at the top of the episode, we have a new line of apparel coming out for Ballistic. So keep your eyes peeled for that. We're going to be posting some photos of some examples of what the new line is going to look like, as well as giving the idea in terms of the, the quality of the materials, the sizing, etc. So keep your eyes peeled. That is going to be coming down the pipeline in the next week or so. And if you're not already, make sure you get on all these other platforms and follow us, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, uh, LinkedIn. Get on there and check it out. We're releasing new content across all those platforms nearly every single day to bring you value to hopefully move the needle on your health and fitness journey and help you achieve your goals. Once again, we appreciate all of you and we will see you next week.